Good morning, Loveland. I'm Mike Meldon, and this is the Loveland Weekly Podcast, brought to you by Gina Dubell-Smith, EXP Realty, and Stone Pillar Farms. About two years ago, I found out that the Cincinnati Polo Club's matches were being held here in Loveland, right off Dallasburg Road. It took me about a year to make it to a match, and it was well worth it. It was a gorgeous day last summer. We loaded up the kids, some snacks, and some booze. We met another family there to enjoy the day and watch some polo. Now, I've never really been particularly interested in polo, and I know pretty much nothing about it, except for what I saw in Pretty Woman. So I was pretty excited when they let us go out and fix the divots at halftime. But that was only part of the fun. They allow you to bring your dogs. Like I said, you can bring food, you can bring your own booze, and sit and enjoy a nice day watching the horses play. And it really does get exciting. If you don't know the rules too, this is what I found interesting, is they announce the rules of the game as you go. They know that most people there don't know all the rules of polo, and so they explain it. And that makes it a real nice experience also. My kids had a phenomenal time, my friends and I had a phenomenal time, and we've been saying that we gotta go back ever since. So I'd urge all of you to mark your calendars for one of their home matches this summer. It's inexpensive, it's for a good cause as they donate a portion of their proceeds to local charities. And like I said, you get to learn the game as you're there. Check out their full schedule at CincinnatiPoloClub.com. Today we're gonna listen to a short interview I did with Robert Reed, the current president of the Cincinnati Polo Club. He tells us about how he got involved with the Cincinnati Polo Club, how accessible it is for people, and then some changes that might be coming along. Today is Monday, June 12th, 2023. Could we just start out, Robert, telling us a little bit about yourself, what got you maybe into polo, and how you got involved with the Cincinnati Polo Club? Sure. Well, we got into polo, actually mainly through COVID, we're looking for something to do during the afternoons, and uh, turns out polo is being played just up the street from one of our friends' house. So we popped up there one afternoon, and um, basically a few gin and tonics into it, someone asked if someone if you wanted to learn to play, and uh, so I said, yeah, it'd be great fun. And three years later on, I actually the president of the club and have my own horse. If you'd asked <laughs> me three years ago, I would have said no way. That's amazing. So have you always ridden horses? We had horses growing up, but I was never a big rider, so I'm familiar with them, but I really, really learned to ride through polo. Yeah, I saw you guys just had an event the other day, uh, what, just two days ago, uh, to get mm-hmm. people more involved and to come out and to see uh, that it is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, very much so. We had a little clinic on uh, Sunday. We had six people come out and started off with just doing groundwork and some basic hitting. And ended the uh, afternoon with actually them on horses, just uh, knocking the ball around, had a little little scrimmage. Let's say somebody did want to get involved with with the sport. Would you need your own horse or could you pay fees or rent or how does that work? Yeah, we do have some horses to lease out. I first two years, I leased a horse and then uh, went purchased my own horse. But we, we have a couple that we have available. And uh, yeah, it's very accessible to people. Once you get in, you can start off the ground just, you know, grooming or becoming a social member of the club and then work your way onto the horse and take lessons. Like we have the clinics, but we also do private lessons. So how long have you guys been at your local, uh, the, the location you're at now on Dallasburg road? 
it was been it's been seven years since we've gone to eighth year, and actually we are looking for a new polo field after this year. There. So, yes. So, so what can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, basically polo fields about is nine football fields, preferably eleven to sixteen acres of land with a good access for trailers to come on. We we built built that field. Uh, it was um, a bean field before, planted it and got the grass going. It's one of the nicest fields I've ever played on. So we do a good job maintaining it ourselves. Yeah, it's just something we're looking for. And uh, if anyone knows of a place, yeah, we look into it. Right. So you, you mentioned that you play at other fields. Is there a, a team that you travel and you play other teams in the area? Or how does that work? Yeah, well, we're the, the Cincinnati team, but there's um, down in Lexington, there's a team. There's actually a couple of teams. There's a we played on Friday night, last Friday night, the Commonwealth team down Lexington, which is an arena polo team. But Lexington also has their fields out at the Lexington, Lexington uh, Horse Park. And then there's uh, Columbus has teams in uh, Pittsburgh. There's quite a few teams around here that we all travel up to and they'll come down. Wow. It's a, it seems like uh, quite a commitment too then. Yeah, it can be. I mean, you get into it as much as you want. Uh, like I said, if you pull a chuckers, a polar game is six chuckers, and one horse can only play two chuckers. So if you're looking to play the whole game, you need three horses. I only oh, have wow. one horse, so I play two chuckers a game, which is plenty for me. Wow, I didn't realize that either. Yeah, I, I think one of the greatest things was the interesting was once I found out there was a Cincinnati Polo Club. Never been to one. Never really thought there was one of, around here. And I went last summer to one of your your. Is it called a match? Is a polo match, I guess. Yeah, polo yep. match. Yeah, I uh, went to one of your matches, and I think one of the greatest things is is uh, it, it seems so I don't know out there and, and unfamiliar to me. But uh, friends said just to go and check it out. But I think you guys do a phenomenal job of telling people what's going on throughout the whole match and explaining the rules. And and I think a lot of people, I, I think feel like I did almost like why would I go? I don't know yeah. a lot about it. And it seems so far away from what I'm used to, but I felt like you guys did a really good job of making people feel comfortable there. Yeah, we have a great announcer, Gordon Reed, who uh, will kind of walk you through this, what's going on on the field, explain you know what's happening and the basic rules of it, so you understand what's happening out there because it's a fast-paced game and you know with a thousand-pound animal thundering past you uh, on the sidelines, it can be kind of intimidating, but it's, it's exhilarating at the same time. I bet that's what is that what hooked you? What's your favorite part about the sport? I mean, honestly, when you when you're on the back of the horse and you're on full speed down the field and hit when you actually make contact with the ball, <laughs> <laughs> and you hear that crack of the ball and, and the ball the horses love it and you can tell they when you hit that ball and it goes off you can see the horse takes off after the ball. I mean I've always told people that my horse at least the first two years was a better player than I was. <laughs> As uh, I was a bad hitter, I'd hit it and go off it at one angle, so I'm looking at the going straight forward but he'd already changed his angle of uh his direction to follow the ball so it kind of take me off guard but um and he he liked he would like the fast game too if it was if we got tied up in kind of a scrum type on the field he would he wants to run it's it's funny how much these horses really do enjoy playing the game that makes it even more fun to watch too um, oh yeah what do you guys have in coming your schedule looking like now when is your next home game well, we actually, the 17th of uh, June is our first home game. We played the last two weekends of June, and then it's the second and fourth uh, Saturday, uh, July through uh, September, and then the first two weekends in October. So, yeah, quite a bit. And I'd like to just let people know that it's, I think it's $25 a car load, and mm -hmm. people, uh, part of that money goes to charities, correct, each each home yep. match. 
Each and game has can, a different charity. Okay, perfect. And and you can bring your own drinks and and snacks and yep. um, and your dog too. Yeah, it's uh, tailgate. To open, they open the gates at one fifteen to set your tailgates up, and we have people, you know, just sit on lawn chairs with the cooler, and then some people come up with you know candelabras and tablecloths really do it up. the whole nine yards nine yards yeah last thing are people nervous about not finding a field um what what could happen to the club if if we don't find anything for next year well we do have a practice field we have a couple of practice fields which aren't full size and they aren't really accessible to the public to come out to watch so if we didn't find the field it would be kind of almost a dormant year just playing you know as a team without spectators which right. so you could still have your matches yeah we'll still be playing this it's hard to keep us funded when they don't have uh, charities coming in and and spectators and uh, sponsors so we're always looking for sponsors and spectators well hey i i appreciate it i uh people put the word out there to to look for a spot and make sure you go out and check these guys out anything else you want to add robert before we go yeah i mean um, polo is one of those games where it's it's a full contact sport where both men and women play against each other on equal terms so we're out there having a great time no matter who you are, what you're doing. If you can get it all, you get a horse and start and play with when you need to come out and play with us. Yeah, we have a great time. Looking ahead in Loveland, Chris Lee Acoustics will perform on Saturday, June 17th from 1 to 3 p.m. at the Gazebo at Nisbet Park. These concerts are free and open to the public. Also Saturday, June 17th, Loverland and the Grail are holding a free nature walk, campfire, and music event. The event starts at 7 p.m. at the Grail, and music will start from Alex Salcedo of the Harm Brothers at around 8 p.m. The event is free, family-friendly, and limited, so please RSVP at loveourland.org. Oh, and don't forget your blanket, chairs, and BYOB. I hope to see you there. We have something truly special here in Loveland. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. Music.